If brains tasted like tuna, cats would fight zombies for the right to eat us first. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, Runners 5, and welcome back to Podcast Detected. I'm Erin. You guys may remember me from last week, and I'm here with a new voice this week. I am joined by Paulette. Hello, Paulette. Hi, everybody. I'm Paulette. Paulette responded to the same casting call that I did, and she and I are two of the, I think we're the only, well, there's there's three Americans who responded to the casting call, or at least three people who currently live in America. Yes. Um, Yeah, so we're actually in the same time zone. Which is Which great. is good. Yeah. It took me and Liz a while because we had to record around daylight savings time, which we forgot to factor in when we set up our recording time. Oh my God. And then we had, and because of that, we started late and my kids were upstairs making noise while we were recording. So but right now I think your kids are not home, right? My kids are not home. For some reason, my husband decided to take both of them to softball practice. The oldest just started playing softball and he's like, yeah, I'll just bring both of them. So cool. And I'm not I'm not going to complain. No, so, you, yeah. No. <laughs> then great. And yeah. I'm home because I'm a grad student and I'm just can do whatever I want. Don't tell yeah, that to so my you... advisor though because he's going <laughs> to give me more work if I say that. <laughs> no more work. Don't give her more work. She has to have time for podcasts. Yes. I have to. Practicing speaking skills important. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yes, because you are not a native English speaker. No, I'm Mexican. Um, so I'm studying my PhD in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So English is not my first language and I'm a little bit nervous about this, but I'm sure it'll be fine. You'll be fine. If not, I'll start speaking in Spanish. What's the worst thing that could happen? If you start speaking in Spanish and don't realize it, you'll know it by the blank look on my face because I don't speak much Spanish. (laughs) Now I have my sign. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there you go. That sounds great. So is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners to introduce them to you? Um, okay, so I've been, okay, maybe I should talk about how long I've been running with the app. So I found out about the app uh, a little bit, really, really soon after it came out. Okay. But uh, I didn't, like, I didn't have money on my account. Like, you needed to, like, put a credit card in it, and I didn't have a credit card back then, and my dad was like, no. Why, why are you spending money on this thing? Right. So I didn't got the app until like, I want to say, would, would the app tell me when I got the app? Oh, I don't know. Does it tell you that? It doesn't say. I'm okay. going to say I started playing when season three was out. And then I got through, through periods that I tried to do it. But life got always on the way. And it always was after we meet... Um, uh, Nadia, actually, like around that time, I would stop listening and I tried a couple of times to restart from scratch. Right. Until like um, two years ago, I finally got behind it and became constant with it. And I finally finished season five. So you're way more caught up than I am. I'm about halfway through season four. So Yes, I'm way more caught up than you are. I don't mind spoilers. <laughs> so we are likely going to spoil all the way up through season five. Yes. In this. But we will let you guys know. We'll do it season by season so that we can let you guys know if you're not caught up to this point, then stop listening. Because we want you to be happy runners. Right. And if you don't want to find out about the spoilers, you shouldn't. And if you're like Erin, that she doesn't mind, then you can totally go and listen to all this. 
I love spoilers to the point where I will Google things just like if there's a, you know what I'm talking about when I say the particularly harrowing moment of season four, I was like, yes, yes, I had to Google it too. Yes, I had to, go I had to Google it. I had to make sure that character was okay. I know, I know. I was like, I got home and I was like super stressed and my husband was like, what's going on? I was like, <gasps> And then I had to Google it because I, I just couldn't. I couldn't live with my life without knowing what was going on. I know. I w and I didn't have time to do another mission to find out. Right. Me neither. So, so I was yeah. like, I need to know right now if I need to delete this app because I will hate them. <laughs> Should we go ahead and jump into some fandom news? Yes. Fandom news. Okay. So fandom news. First up, happy birthday to Podcast Detected. Yes, we found out today that, well, today is Monday, March 27th, 2017, in case people listen to this, like, in three months or something. Right. And today is Podcast Detected um, birthday. Yeah, the third birthday, I think, right? Yes, that's what uh, Liz told Yeah, us. I think that's, yes, it, it was Liz or, Liz or Beth, Beth, but yes. yeah, that's, that's what they said so, so yeah happy, happy birthday to us happy <laughs> we birthday just, to us us newbies just kind of slide right in and right? take credit for it but you know that's what happens when you assign that, the newbies to do the episode that is true that is true <laughs> that's what happens when you assign the newbies to record so this is the, this is the newbies taking the pod the comms shack oh <laughs> yes the newbies yeah. taking over the, the comms shack yeah yes so we'll, we'll yes. play and have fun yes without the grown-ups we have some slightly less us-centric uh, fandom news, though. Yes. The first training mission for the virtual race is up. Yes, it's up, and I have run it already, but you haven't. You have run it. I see you wearing your European Rescue Force shirt. Yes, I am wearing it from my package, and I was, like, showing it, like, in case people were going to see it, but, like, people are not. <laughs> no, nobody's going <laughs> to. Nobody's going to see it, but I'm wearing my rescue five european uh rescue force shirt today yeah so i just feel like it so so the training mission i haven't done yet but it's just like a normal mission but related to this story right yes and this story is pre-apocalypse oh okay i mean pre when pre like when actually all the all the zombies drawn stories happening oh okay right like it's it's like before i would i would probably call it before the outbreak so I'm guessing the outbreak is when everybody found out what was going on. So okay. it's like before the outbreak or around the time of the outbreak, which I thought it was really interesting because it's like giving context to like this historical part that we don't get too much glimpse on. Yeah. So is it implied that you, because you are Rescue 5, right? Yes. Is it implied that that is the same person as Runner 5? No, actually. Um, okay. Because... I don't know how much I can say. I mean, I won't spoil the story, but can I say one character that is there? Yeah. Jamie's there. Oh, okay. So Jamie's part of the workforce that you're working with. And it's totally Jamie. Like, you can tell it's Jamie. It's the same yeah. actress in boy, same name. And then there's no, like, when you meet, meet Jamie in the story, it's not like, hey, I know you from all those times we, like, rescued people in Europe, right? Like... So right. I, would, I would think it's not the same person. They just gave us the number because um, 
to stay to in to stay into character, it, right? But I would yeah. it, it doesn't sound like it's it's you because if not Jamie would have said letter like, Oh hey buddy, we used to know each other back on the European rescue force. Which is great. That's good. Because my yeah, that would ruin my head the headcanon because my headcanon is a ballerina. <laughs> okay. My headcanon is a waitress. So yeah. <laughs> that would, yes. Yeah, so, it would yeah, that's that's good. That doesn't screw with my headcanon at all. We'll just assume that Rescue 5 is a completely different person. Right. And Jamie lovers get to listen to Jamie. Yeah, which is good. I like Jamie. I love Jamie. He's so nice he and is. grumpy. <laughs> I love him. I like him. And actually, since Paulette and I recorded this, uh, Six to Start has dropped the second virtual race mission, and I ran both of them this morning, and they're both really good, so I'm getting really excited about this virtual race. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. So good job, Six to Start. Other fandom news. So last time, uh, Liz and I had discussed this, and I think she cut it out because of time constraints. We went really long last time, but there is a Tumblr that I discovered that I assumed everybody in the fandom knew about because I'm so new to the fandom, but evidently that's not the case. It is ZRtranscripts.tumblr.com, and it is... Amazing. It's wonderful. It's amazing. The people, I love it. Yeah, the people who work on this have compiled transcripts of every single episode, I think every episode up to date. Yes, and I think it even includes the 5K. Oh, the 5K for this virtual race? No, 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 the 5K of, like, the training. Oh, the 5K oh, training. that's right. Oh, does it? Oh, I didn't realize that. It I also think, has yes. all the radio modes. <gasps> that's great. Yeah, or at least at least up through season four. I don't know if they did a radio mode for season five or not. There's not, I think. Okay, so I think they're completely caught up, and they might even have some of the virtual races up there. So if you haven't been to that, if you, listener, have not been to that uh, Tumblr yet, you should go check it out. It's been really good for me because my brain is terrible. <laughs> I, I can't like I don't remember things, especially like li- little tiny details. And when there's a bit when I have a big gap between like when I run, I tend to not run as much like in the winter. And mm-hmm. so now that it's starting to get nicer out, I'm running more. And I've gone back and kind of refreshed myself. Yeah, yeah. On, so, on so, like some of the early stuff, I used it to refresh my memory to record the season one episode. Oh, yeah. And if you're a non-native English speaker, it's also really useful because sometimes you get distracted by random stuff and then you're not paying as much attention and you lose stuff. Or certain accents are like more difficult to understand. So it's really good to go back and just make sure that you got what they were saying. Especially right. in season... For when they they get a little bit jargony at times, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, yep. I, I, there were times that I needed to just go back and be like, "Did I actually understood this?" Uh, so it's really right. useful. Yeah, and even like I am a native English speaker, but I'm an American, and so there are a lot of British accents right. that, like, if I'm just not paying complete attention, I yes. lose stuff. And so it has been so helpful, especially just even in remembering things like, you know, who did what. Like, I remember that one episode, but I can't remember who I was running with or who did what there. So if you have not checked out that Tumblr, I highly recommend that you do. They are awesome. 
Yes. So to the if if the creators of that Tumblr are listening to this, we bow to you. We thank and you're you. Amazing. <laughs> you're yes. you're our new you're favorite right. members of the fandom. Yes. I'll just say it. <laughs> and I think the last thing we have is the spy race is so last time was it last time the first time we talked about it? Well, you guys talked about it. I think so. Uh, there's this yeah. spy race that uh, Six to Start is organizing, and it's only for UK people. Sad. I know. I contacted them um, to ask them because I was going to do it, and it yeah. said that they would only mail the race packs to the UK. And I was like, well, I mean, it's for charity, so yeah. if, even if I don't get a race pack, that's fine. I don't mind paying the entry fee and running right. it and having that fee go to a charity. But I wanted to make sure that they wouldn't, Send the, send a race pack to some random address that didn't exist because I didn't have the option to change oh, the zip my code. country. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, so, but I think it's like a legal thing, and the point is you're gonna do it. Yeah, with. But if you, um, listener, do have signed up to do the spy race, let us know what it's yeah. like. Um, either either send us an email, way too many people in a com shack at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at podcast detected. Or on the Facebook page. And either just send, like, either send us, like, a, just send us an email, or if you want to record something telling us about your experience running this, then we'll stick it in the show. We love when you send us recordings. uh, We do. It's one of my favorite things about this podcast. They always put, same, put um, the voice of the listeners, and I think that is great. I know. I love it. And I think Bethy said that she would do the, the spy yes. race. So we may at least we may at least hear from her, but I would love to hear from some listeners yes. too. I think it would be great. The complicated topic of the week. I know yes. you have feelings about this. I have so many feelings about this. So so people don't know this, but like as Erin and I are the newbies uh, on this whole thing. We have been uh, Facebook messaging a lot since yes. this, this, since we met, and we were talking about how um, you have feelings about this. So tell us about I your do. feelings. So our topic for this week is Nadia, Nadia Elhanaki, and I might be mispronouncing that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how one pronounces The, the that. only way I've heard it, I've only heard it pronounced by characters in the in in zombies run who all have british accents so i don't know right. how to pronounce it with my right. american accent but so we're going with nadia Hanak. yes and so when we f- I, I i can't i i will get into all of my complicated feelings about nadia as we discuss her role yes. in each individual season so for right now let's stick to season one so if you have not finished season one you meet nadia at the end it's up to you if you want to take a break or if you want to – like if you want to take a break and right. come back to this episode when you finished or if you want to keep going and let us spoil you. Exactly. And another thing is like if anybody on the fandom knows if Al Hanaki is like – where is that from? This this is one of those cool things where when they fir- – somebody – I think Maximilian Carnage, who is one of our fans, told me this on the um, – on Rafflenet. Yeah. Nadia didn't have a last name when they first introduced, introduced her. her. And at some point, a fan had drawn a picture of her wearing, um, like, the headscarf. A hijab. Uh, yes, yes. And so Six to Start was like, okay, well, she's Muslim. That is so great! Yeah. 
And apparently, oh my god, uh, this is mind blowing me right now. Yes, I love this so much. It's just uh, the the head of Jack being a redhead. I know that that also came also, from fans. Yes, yeah, also came from fans. So I just yeah, didn't Nadia know this being, one came from that. Oh my god. Yeah, and so they they gave her a, an appropriate last name, and that is Nadia now. And I love it. I love that this they incorporate great. the fans headcanons like that oh my god it's so wonderful i'm so happy right now i know me too it's so diverse and great oh my god this is great okay yes okay so so, yes so when we first meet nadia it's towards the end of season one and we just know her as a voice yes when when we meet lem we hear him talking to her on his headset and at the very end of that episode, when he gives Runner 5 his headset, we can hear Nadia through that headset saying, Lem, come in. Runner 38, Lem, come in. Are you there? Right. And, and, and you don't know anything about her so far, but you know, like, the way Lem is talking about her, you can tell they they are together. Right? Yeah, like, like he calls her honey. Yeah. yeah. So so you can so tell you- it's grueling. And, grueling? Yes. Like, yes. sad. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So when, when Lem dies, she is very upset. And so throughout se- the end of season one, when you are carrying Lem's headset, you keep hearing Nadia in that headset saying, I see Lem on the tracker. And I, I, and I have to say, when we were doing this, I felt so bad. I felt really it was, bad. Uh, it was, I mean, I was trying to think about like, if my husband died and somebody like pretended to be him. Right. And that's, that's so painful. That's part of my complicated feelings because Runner 5 isn't pretending to be Lem specifically. I mean, Lem said, Lem told Nadia, I've been bitten. Right. It's it's over for me. Right. I want you, I want you, you know, please don't cry. I want you to move on. Yes. And then gives Runner 5 his headset and says, here, Able Runner, you take this. We don't want to waste good technology. Presumably, he had turned off his headset at that point, so Nadia didn't hear that. Yes, which... So, the whole time we're running this, I'm thinking, Nadia knows that Lem has given her headset to somebody else. So why why does she keep insisting that it's Lem? Oh, I never thought that. I actually thought... I you probably paid better knew. attention than I did. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's an attention thing, but like I was like, oh, she doesn't know. And here we are. And she thinks either zombie Lamb is running. She thinks maybe, you know, this thing about like, I, I could imagine in positions like you, you, you cannot help but have a little bit of hope. Like, right. what if Lem is immune? Yeah. And then she's like, what if Lem is alive and, and he was not really bitten and he made a mistake and like... I just felt so bad. But in that case, why isn't Lem coming home? I don't know. If Lem is out there and he's alive, why? And so, like, once I realized that she must not real, like, she must not know, then I started to feel really bad. But at first, I was like, like, how dumb is this girl that she doesn't realize? He said, I got bitten. Here, other runner, take my headset. No, she's not. Yeah, I never thought that. No, no, no. For me, it was all the time I felt so guilty. And I was like... Why am I doing this? I would not do this. <laughs> and that's one of the things that gets me. It's a little sketchy on the part of Able Township to be using this headset to gain intel on New Canton. And I realize that those two townships don't get along. Right. But it still just seems like something that New Canton would do, not like something that Able would so do. It's so sketchy. But then it's like, I don't know. It, I feel like, at least in my head, kind of, I'm like, 
Why am I doing this? Why are these two townships not talking to each other? Well, township and castle. Why are, yeah. why are they fighting? This sounds stupid. Like, it's, it's, it's like we're back in middle school. And, like, there's yeah. zombies outside. And, like, I don't know what happened. But, like, this is just... Why, why are we fighting? Uh, exactly. Yeah, so my, we have big, we have bigger things right. to worry about here, like like the undead crawling around right. the countryside. So, so my so my head count is basically like runner five, running, feeling guilty about misleading Nadia, being like pissed that this is going on between the two places. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to be left to the zombies die if I don't to what Able Township tells me to do. So I'll just keep right. going with this lead. Yeah, so it's complicated. Right. Yeah. Do you want to read a little bit, like tell us a little bit about the backstory that you found on Nadia before we get into season two? I think this is probably stuff that we learn in season two, but it's not majorly spoilery in terms no. of the story. So so Nadia was an air traffic controller. So yeah. she was apparently a super amazing traffic controller. And in the early days of the apocalypse, uh, a pilot went gray meter, and she could not prevent a collision with another plane. And she she f- still feels guilty about it, like if it was well, she feels like it was her fault. Like I, I'm like I, I'm not sure what you could have done. Yeah, there's literally nothing she could have done. That's not her fault at all. <laughs> right, but she feels guilty about it. Um, then. So she was trying to find a safe place to survive the apocalypse. Her bomb broke down, and she was surrounded by zombies, and she like she couldn't hide. It was inevitable that she was gonna die, and Lem saved her by luring the zombies away, and then took her to New Canton, and that's where we assume their relationship started. And because she had been a traffic controller, they were like, "Well, you know, mm-hmm. you can be our console operator." This sounds like a good use of your skills. And it is said, like legend says, that she can run three missions simultaneously. So she's a really smart girl. And she has only lost three runners since arriving to New Canton. So she's like super good. Yes. I I feel like part of that is probably luck. Like, I think she, I think she's really, really good at her job, but I, I feel like to an extent, like, Sam has lost how many run, he's lost so many runners, and I don't think it's because he's bad at his job. I think a lot of it is just bad luck. Yeah. In the zombie apocalypse. Maybe, I, I, maybe, I don't know, like, I feel weird. I feel weird when women, when women are good at something and people say it's luck. Uh, well, no, I see. I don't think this has anything to do with like my saying, I think it's partly luck has nothing to do with her being a woman and more to do with the fact that there are so many unknown factors in the zombie apocalypse okay, that, got it, that yeah, a lot of yeah, it has yeah. to just be sheer luck of like maybe her runners just haven't gone into areas where they had surprise zombies as much as it seems like all of the able runners are constantly going into areas with surprise zombies. Right, like, is that, maybe her runners are, like, not trying to save right. the world, like, every single episode. <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. I I think she is very, very good at her job. I really do. Okay, God, no, 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 it was nothing yeah. against you. No, like, I know exactly what you mean. It's like my, my feminist, my feminist, like, bulb, just, like, yeah. Um, um, so should we go ahead and get into season two, which is, I feel like, where the real meat of Nadia is? Yeah, so let, we're going to go into season two. So, again, stop listening. Skip whatever you guys want to do. Yep. Um, Up to you. But so this is where Nadia becomes a real 
character yes. in the story. And She's I, not just a voice. And and this is where, like, if you have not gotten season two, you would see, I think, this is one of the things where the fandom, like, is really divided into. Like, there's yeah. people that just cannot stand her. Like, there's serious hate. Like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> towards her. And then there's other people like me that were, like, over it. So... Uh, but it's really yeah. funny because you can even see in website, like, people are like, I hate this character so much. I don't even know why it exists. So, yeah. Yeah. So, at the at the end of season one, Abel gets basically blown up. Like, a yeah. bunch of zombies fire a rocket launcher at Abel. And so, a bunch of the Abel residents, including Runner 5, have to relocate over to New Canton. Yes. So, at the start of season two, you are running for New Canton. Not for Abel. And Nadia is your comms operator. And and here's when Abel and New Canton become friends. Ish. Yes. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> Nadia kinda Nadia kinda walks the line of of friendship a little bit because right. she's still mad at you about Lem, and so she sends you into an ambush. You're supposed to be just doing a basic supply run, and she sends you into this like warehouse district yeah. that has been taken over by these guys called the Deadlocks. Yes. And they're basically like a bunch of snipers and they start firing on you. Yes. And she tries to play dumb like she didn't know, but Sam comes in and is like, uh, why are you trying to kill my runner? Right. And she's like, she's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. But then it comes out that she's just really mad that you got her boyfriend. Well, you didn't get her boyfriend killed. He was already bitten when you met him. But that you impersonated her boyfriend right. and gave her false hope. And can I say about this that I just love that Sam was just trying to listen to our run? I'm like, right. when, when this happens, I'm like, oh, he's like, he cares because yes. he shouldn't be doing this. But still, like, he's, he shouldn't be listening to it. Like, he is probably have other stuff to do. And he's just like, no, I know Runner 5 is running, so I'm going to just, like... Yeah, like he's not willing to completely give over control of his runners. Right. So especially just, you, because... Yeah, because, because he loves you. Because he loves you. <laughs> we know this. Everybody knows this. So after this incident... Call it the New incident. <laughs> we'll call it the incident. New Canton puts Nadia under house arrest. Yes. Like they basically lock her in a room and won't let her out. And they won't let her be comms operator for a while. And am I making this up or does she try, does she start talking like she's getting really depressed and is like trying, like thinking about hurting herself? Is it implied or am I completely making it up? You know, I don't, here's the thing, because I've gone through depression and really, I pick up on these things really easily, but I don't know if I'm okay. projecting myself when right. I hear that. Like, um, so maybe we should like, I think we need a third data point. Okay. We can make a line with two data points. So we need Okay, I couldn't line. remember if there was a specific mention of it or if that's just something that I saw like somebody had inferred from right. I, I can't I, I can't remember. Uh I do remember like I remember having the impression that she was really depressed and that this impression was so strong on me that I remembered that when they said they were taking her to house arrest, I was like, This is gonna make it worse. Yeah. Yeah, and and I definitely thought that. And that was when I there was a piece of me that felt bad for her. 
because she was, you know, she was devastated about Lem and she was lashing out yeah. and trying, like, I under, I completely do not fault her for lashing out and trying to get back at Runner 5 for what Runner 5 and Abel did in making her think that Lem was still alive. I do have a problem with her trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is complicated. It is complicated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I just don't know I how, think... but I don't know how I will react. I like to think I'm a better person, but the truth is. Yeah. I, I don't think any person who is operating in a realm of logic would send someone into an ambush, right. but I don't know that logic was what a was factor yes, exactly. with her right then. Exactly. Because she does seem to, she does seem genuinely remorseful. Right. She does seem to really feel bad about it and... She apologizes and gets reinstated as New Canton's comms operator, right. and everything's fine again. Yes, and um, and they they well, she's in house arrest. They mention her sometimes, like she's still in house arrest, yeah. and like, and I think <laughs> it's so funny because I I think part of me understood what happened. Like I was mad about it, but like I feel like Sam was mad longer than I was. Yeah, I, th I feel like the Runner 5 that is written into the game is much more forgiving than I personally am. Right. Runner, Because Runner 5 is like, right. I know you tried to kill me, but whatever. It's fine. Water under the bridge. You and I'm like, no, dude, you tried to kill me. I don't forgive you for that that easily. So... I, I, yeah, I think maybe what happens is that there's... Because we don't get so much sense of time in Season yeah. 2. Maybe Runner 5 was mad for a long time. And it's true. Because right. after, after all this, they just kind of, like, it's a really key plot point for a few missions, and then it just kind of goes away. And I think in, I think yes. in here, when Nadia is under house arrest, I think that's when we find out about her air traffic controller background from Esteban. Oh, yeah, it's Esteban. He's like, she's a really good person. This is her backstory. Yeah. You know, she's really committed to her runners. The fact that she would intentionally try to hurt you is an anomaly. Right. And I think that's why everyone forgives her. Okay, so now you have something of a side mission that I don't remember running. Yeah. So why don't you talk about it? Yeah, so do you remember do you remember all of the season two I think I'm pretty sure it was season two. There were all these side missions like Zombies Stretch, where we do yoga in yeah. the rec room, and we do Zombies Bike, where we have to like ride a bike uphill while sharing right. the bike with Simon because yeah, yes. his bike broke or something. And there's one called Zombies Row where I think it's Abel and New Canton are like doing like a race, like just for fun. Do we have time to do that on the apocalypse? Apparently. Okay. I'm just <laughs> Apparently we do. Okay. So we're like out on the water and we're rowing. And I think Nadia's in a different boat. And she ends up, like, her boat ends up capsizing, and she falls into the water and hits her head and knocks herself unconscious. And Runner 5 and Sam, I think it's just Runner 5 and Sam in our boat. And Sam is like, of course can, can you, yeah, can you reach her? Can you, gr you know, grab her, pull her into our boat? So we do. We pull her into our boat. We get her to shore, whatever. She's fine. But this... I did this mission, so I got through that season so fast that even though it was very long, the amount of time between Nadia trying to kill me and me rescuing Nadia from drowning in a pond full of the undead, there was not that much time there. So I was still a little mad at her 
And there was a piece of me that was like, I mean, we could just leave her there. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I don't think I would actually leave her there, but because she's a fictional character, right. I was it's like, easy for, it was easy for you to be like, I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna, but I thought about it. So yeah, I had like that one, that, that side mission made me feel like a really horrible person. But I'm like, maybe I'm not over Nadia trying to kill me. Maybe you're not. Yeah. I still, I still don't think I'm over Nadia trying to kill me. And I did that. I, I did season two like, like two years ago. I mean, season like <laughs> runner five I, by season four is totally over this thing. Yes. Oh, completely, completely. We asked some of the other hosts for their thoughts on Nadia and Liz sent us this message. After the beginning of season two, I was like, I will never, ever trust Nadia again, no matter how much they want to make me forgive her. Also, I was a little annoyed at the writing. They wanted us so much to like Nadia so that the things happening early in season two would have a bigger effect, but it was all, quote, informed friendship. Like, they told us we were friends. They even called the episode We Used to Be Friends, but they never really showed us how Five and Nadia apparently became friends. And after a while, I kind of stopped resenting her character, and then I was mostly like, she's okay. And then they had this feature in the game where you'd randomly get gifts from characters. Just a small message on the screen about Phil giving you something or Maxine giving you something. Nice little special feature. And Nadia gave me a few seasons of Project Runway. And damn it, I love Project Runway. It's one of my guilty pleasures. And that's basically the moment when I started liking Nadia again. After telling myself over and over again that I would never, ever like her. Damn you, zombies run. <laughs> and I just, I have to agree with that because... Yeah, they, they, I feel like they do kind of really force that friendship between Five and Nadia, but I mean, I'm there with you, Liz. I did not ever want to trust her again. I don't think I noticed the little Project Runway thing, but I don't really watch Project One Runway that much, so that one wouldn't have been enough for me to forgive her for trying to kill me, but I guess given some of the other things that happen with her character later on in the series... I guess I don't hate her as much anymore. So, yeah. Um, should we go ahead and get into season three? Yes, season three. So if you aren't caught up on season three, there's, I mean, I, there's, there's some spoilery stuff. I feel like it would be really easy to just say where Nadia is right. and yeah, not... Yeah, yeah. But but we can get we can get um some of the stuff you've got here is um very important stuff. So we'll just go with our bullet points. The first bullet um, point is yours, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, because I was like, if I wrote this, I'm like, <laughs> You're not like I sure don't what I was talking about. <laughs> so yeah. So to me, Nadia and Jody sound exactly the same. It's the same actress. Is it really? Yes. Oh thank God, I thought I was going nuts. <laughs> I had no idea, and I could not figure out why I could not tell those two characters apart without context. Like, obviously, when she's talking about Lem or what, or is with New Canton, it's obviously Nadia. Right. But every time, now that in season three, Nadia is no longer with New Canton, she's now working with Abel. And so there's not really much context when she starts talking. And so I have to start, I have to sit here. Even even halfway through season four, I'm sitting here and I have to wait and see if she starts talking about Veronica and the treehouse or not. 
Because yeah. if she doesn't, then I assume it's Jody. Yeah, it's it's the same actress, and that when, explains when we get so a, much. When we get a season five, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain like, my biggest confusion about this. Okay, uh, and I think it's actually even funny. But this has been like this was for me also super rough because I'm non-native English speaker. Accents are hard to tell apart mm-hmm. for me. Like American and British, I can, but like. Scottish, Irish, you yeah. know, there's like, I, maybe, right? So then I was just like, is it me? It's like, do they have completely different ac- accents? And I'm like, not like, because I'm not a native speaker, I can just not tell them apart. Uh, I think they're supposed to have different accents. And at times I can keep them separate, but I also feel like sometimes the actress maybe forgets. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on because I think Jody, is Jody Scottish? <laughs> I see... I can't tell if she's Scottish or if she's some English dialect that I'm just not super familiar with. Because she doesn't sound as Scottish as, like, I have friends who are Scottish, okay. and she doesn't sound as Scottish as they do. Okay. But but they're also guys. Uh, uh, so that so, might have so something in my to head, do with it. I don't know. Jody sounds Scottish or something like that. Yeah. And Nadia, at first, I was like, she sounds like, I don't know. I don't know how she sounds like, honestly. I think you... So funny. I think at one point my head thought she was maybe Eastern European. Okay. And I don't know why I thought this. Maybe the actress was trying something new. <laughs> right. I don't know. I thought I thought maybe. But like, again, I cannot tell accent. So I was just like, maybe she's like Eastern European. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's confusing. It's really confusing. And I do need context too. So you're not by yourself. And I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better because I really thought that it was just no, me not just you. and that I was losing no, my mind. You're not, it's not just you. <laughs> uh, they're the same address. I even Googled it at one point and I was just like, okay, I feel so relieved. Yes. So do you want to tell us what's going on in season three? I think you made most of the notes here. So if you want to fill us in, go for okay, it. Okay, so at some point, uh, you and, and Nadia take this trip uh, to a research center. Maybe we wanted to get supplies or something. I, I really don't remember why we went there. I don't either. It was like a three-day <laughs> trip. And I even remember I was just like, oh, we're super good friends now because we're going on a three-day trip. And like, yeah, I, was Sam also like, I don't know if he was like weird about it. I don't remember about that. So we get to this trip and then there's this zombified lynx out of right. nowhere. And I think, I think Nadia, like, cannot jump or gets trapped somewhere. The point is you end up killing the lynx. Yeah. Uh, because we're Mac- MacGyver at some point. I don't know when we became MacGyver, but we killed lynx. Yeah, there's a point where I think most of us, our headcanons for Runner 5, have to take, a, like, a sharp left turn. Because we're all like, okay, right? so suddenly we're really good at, like, everything. When right? did that happen? When did that happen, right? Yes. Like, does, yes. Janine, run, does Janine runs a CrossFit boot camp unable? I don't know. You know what? She probably does. Right? right? <laughs> I would not be surprised. So we killed the lynx, and suddenly this girl, you know, comes, like, super mad that we killed her lynx. And I remember yes. I was like, why do you have a pet zombie lynx? Like, right. what, why is this happening? And turns out this person is Veronica McShell. 
That's right. So at, at the end of all of this, yes, Nadia decides to stay in the treetop laboratory with Veronica. Yes. And help her with her research on the blue flowers that remind me what the blue flowers do. They calm the zombies. That's right. They calm, I was like, do, are those part of the um, the mind control thing or no? They calm the zombies down. That's right. Right. They calm the zombies down and this happens because she Nadia talks about how she was getting like bored because in your canton like basically this comes back to this thing about like I, Im- I imagine you can't on like a communist Russia or of some sort. Yes. Because she she says something like that she doesn't get to do other stuff because she has to be doing the comes thing all the time. Right. Uh, and she's just like I'm just sick of being in that place, right? Like that she doesn't get to do a lot, so she decides to stay with Veronica. I don't blame her, man. Uh, New Canton does not seem like a fun place to live. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, so she stays with Veronica, and Veronica, being both a 16-year-old girl and also very, very bright, genius. also has the tendency, yes, super genius, also has the tendency to kind of forget basic things like how to feed herself. So Nadia kind of becomes like, a like I, I, th- I wrote down surrogate mother, but it's more like she becomes like her keeper. <laughs> she packs <laughs> her, her lunches. She leaves her reminder notes to like remind her to eat. Right. And it's it's very cute. I like the relationship that, that uh, it's really the writers cute. have developed it's really cute. between the two. Yeah, of them. it's really cute. And then at the end of the season, she when you're trying to escape New Camden, she guides you under the dungeon so you can escape. Yes. Right. Yeah. So she does eventually end up saving your life. So probably I should forgive her. And probably you're like sort of even by now. Right? Yeah, at this point, yeah. It's true. Right. And it's been it's been at least two years since this thing happened. I know. I don't I don't hate Nadia. I know. I just she's not she's not my favorite. I know. I, I, there is still a big piece of me that is like, you tried to get me killed because you were mad that your boy that I was wearing your boyfriend's yeah. headset, which I at least Aaron Runner Five thought you knew I was wearing. <laughs> so why are you so mad at huh. me? But we, if that was just me knowing, thinking that, then that explains a lot more about like if that was me misinterpreting something, that explains so much more about why she was so right. upset. And like we all have done really shady stuff on the apocalypse. Yes, it's true. It is the apocalypse, and we do kind of have to forgive people for maybe not being quite as moral as they once were. (laughs) Okay, so season four. So, okay, so we're in season four now. If you're not caught up on season four and don't want spoilers, go ahead and stop listening for a bit. She occasionally does a run with us, but for the most part, she's not doing anything except helping Veronica with her research. Uh, And then, okay, so super major spoilers for the have way through season four or like the ending of season four uh turns out the minister of recovery is like a really bad person and she started the zombie apocalypse <laughs> like almost single-handedly like not single-handedly but like wait a th- i thought she- van ark started the zombie apocalypse no so what happened was that um van ark, there was a contamination between Moonchild's something happening in Moonchild's testing 
and Monarch, and the same person was in both. Okay. And that causes zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. Okay. So a person getting both treatments, weirdness happened, and that started zombie apocalypse. So the point is that you find out the minister is at fault, like it's actually the person who started the zombie apocalypse. And so you want to reach somebody in the military to, uh, so other people know. So like, it's like, we should let the world know that this person who is currently in charge of the UK uh, is actually a really evil person. Right. Okay. Um, so they send you to this general Bakari who was like Janine's mentor of sorts. Okay. And turns out he's not a good person either. Of course not. <laughs> and uh, you run away from him. And at the same time, like, the minister is attacking Abel. Uh, so in order for you to escape, Nadia sacrifices herself and gets shot. Oh, okay. I thought she died, actually. Like, it, they made it sound like she died. Of course they did. <laughs> That's what they do. She, she didn't die. Uh, she will never walk again. Okay. Um, she gets some comes to comfort and struck Veronica during the season four finale. And like, that is basically what happens. Okay. Um, so yes. Okay. Uh, well, that does make me feel bad for kind of hating her for a long time, but, it, but honestly, it makes me feel good about the fact that she's kind of, you know, come full circle right. and is now a genuinely good person right. and has presumably become at least, if not friends with Runner 5, there seems to be at least a mutual admiration. Right. right. No, I, th I feel like they're friends. Um, okay. So it's it's good. It's all good. And I okay. actually, like, cried. Um, oh, I believe that. that it's, I mean, it sounds, yeah, I that cried. sounds like a really... It was super yeah. emotional. So that is, that's it for season four. Okay. That's So she basically does a whole lot of nothing until she saves the day. Right. Right. At her own, ex like at the expense of her Walk basically walking, yes. yeah, her life as she knows it. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's rough. Next thing, we have a comment from one of our listeners. Her name is Damara Dielen. And these are her thoughts about Nadia. Uh, this, just so you know, this comment has spoilers until early season five. Uh, she says, personally, she's a character that has made me feel so many things. At first, I felt bad for her, for deceiving her like that in season one. Then after the stunt she pulled at the start of season two, I really didn't like her much, no matter what Esteban said. Trying to kill me as runner five for that deception seemed a little bit too much. Then later on in that season, after getting to know her a bit better, specifically in the Zombies Row mission, she proved to be a smart and amazing woman. Pretty bit brave as well. As shown in her actions later on in Season 3, staying with Veronica, helping with her research, and Season 4, helping you get away from the soldiers to warn the general. I didn't expect I would feel so scared for her after hearing those gunshots, so I was really relieved to learn that she survived that. I have only just started season five, so I have no idea what might happen to her next. But I hope she's get he gets out all right. But with this fandom, you just never know. Thank you so much for your comment. And listeners, as you know, we love hearing from you. So keep sending us your thoughts. You can record. You can write on our Facebook, our Twitter, our Tumblr. And we'll be really happy to read them out loud for you. But we're also happy to hear your voices uh, 
a great part of this podcast is having the fandom collaborate with us and hearing their thoughts. So thank you very much. So now we're going into season five, which I don't know how many people, well, how many of our listeners are up to date to that. So we're going to give spoilers up to the end of season five. Okay. Okay. So stop listening if you don't want them. Yes. So, okay. So Sigrid, or the Minister of Recovery, is in charge of Abel now. You and um, Maxine and Paula and Sam and the baby and Janine run and are able to escape. But like... Oh, good. I was, I was going to say, how does the minister take over? Please don't tell me something bad happens to Janine. No, no, no. We're all alive. We're okay. escaping. But Veronica stays and with Nadia and... Um, at Abel. At Abel. And Veronica is this super valuable person, right? For the minister. Okay. So yes. Veronica gets... Like, it, it is implied like as a deal that Nadia and Owen are working with her and they shouldn't be hurt. Okay. Basically. Okay. Uh, oh, so Owen stays too. Owen stays too. Uh, okay. And there's, she's in a wheelchair now, but still helps in research. Um, okay. A lot of stuff happens. I don't want to ruin this whole season to you, but the point is that sometimes we get to have missions with Nadia and Veronica. Okay. Um, and, there, and then there's this like hilarious exchange. You see a zombie with bubonic plague. <laughs> And Veronica okay. is just like, I want to take a sample of this zombie with a bubonic plate. Like, she's just such a scientist all the time. And she's just like, yeah, I'm going to go. And then Nadia is just like, do you know we have a strict agreement about what age you have to be before you can pick up a sample from a zombie with bubonic plague? And then you hear, like, Veronica's like, I remember not until I'm never. <laughs> And I just thought it was, like, so sweet. My favorite thing about that is that they have had to have this conversation enough times before that they have an agreement about it. Right, because at the beginning, when she was saying, like, we have a strict agreement at what age, and I was like, wait, what? Like, first of all, you have had this conversation, and two, what age is that? Right, yeah. Yeah, what age, like, how old does she have to be? Oh, never. Okay, she has to be never. She has to be never. That makes more sense. Right. And then, okay, there's this thing where the Jody Nadia thing gets super confusing to me. Okay. So there's this exchange. You were with Nadia and Owen, and suddenly Nadia, like, or maybe you were not even with Nadia, but Owen is talking about how he's spending a lot of time with Nadia, how they're getting closer, and something, and there was, had to have been with her boys, because I was like, there's no way we're going through this road again. Like, you already try to go after Jody. Yes. Jody say no, and suddenly Jody likes you. Like, no, this is not, like, it took me, but maybe I was just really, I don't know, maybe tired of tea. I was getting really confused. <laughs> but no. Start must just really like those actors' voices together. <laughs> right, right. So, it's not, like, the thing is that Nadia and Owen are getting closer and like Owen implies that like they're like dating ish or like he wants to date her, whatever. Okay. Uh, but it's super funny because um, he says it and there's like a silence. <laughs> Nadia was, just doesn't say anything. No, no, Nadia was not there. Like Owen was oh. with you. And oh, okay. I, there's a silence. And in my head, my runner five was like totally giving him the side eye. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, no, we're not going through this again. 
the funny thing is that Owen looks at you or turns to you like, no, no, no. I promise I'm not doing that again. I'm doing this the right way. I'm waiting until she gives me the signal. So I thought it was funny because my, like, they even wrote the side eye and because he totally <laughs> reacted to that. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we have been going for an hour and a half. Yes. And I think these episodes tend to be more like 45 minutes. Yes. Just so now that we're all caught up on Nadia. Well, no, there's there's a last thing. Oh, which there's is a important. last thing. Yeah, Owen gets killed. What? And Nadia no. is heartbroken because now oh. she has lost two men. Oh, oh that makes me so sad. I, I liked Owen. I cried so much. And like, I think this is going to be so important for her character development. But I was like, oh, that makes yeah. me so sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Okay. On that note. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, it was, I think, it's like so much has happened. Now there are five seasons of my trilogy to go through. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that was our podcast detected on Nadia. I honestly didn't think that we'd go that long because I didn't think that there was that much to talk about with her, but she is kind of a richer character than I realized. Right. And like, she's been around for the five seasons. So like, yeah. it totally makes sense that um, there's so much about her. There's a lot. With but her, I, yeah. I also thought that we were not going to take that long. Or maybe yeah. we ramble a lot. That might know. also be. Maybe it. it's what happens when you let the newbies take the comm shack. <laughs> yes. But we we'll do it doing. again. We talk a lot. We'll oh, do it again at some point. We'll absolutely do it again. Yes. At some point. Um, okay. Yes. Well, so, okay. Yeah, this will wrap up uh, this week's episode. Um, do you want to pick our topic for next week? I think Veronica Maxwell. I think One, a she's choice. a scientist. Two, she's a girl. Three, she's awesome. Yeah, so I think Veronica Maxwell should be the next. Okay, Rogers. so yes. we'll, I don't know who the host will be for that, but you guys I don't will know. find out in about two weeks. Yes. Until then, this has been Podcast Detected. Stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe. Bye-bye. Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at waytoomanypeopleinacomshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode.